0: Everybody, it's Jen the Builder and Corey and we are on Take the Elevator, the last episode of our first year
1: and happy birthday.
0: Happy birthday.
1: Feels good, doesn't it?
0: It sure does. I it, it just went by super fast. It
1: really did.
0: And what I love about it is I always thought, like, how are we going to keep doing this? It's a lot of work and it's a lot of creativity. And we're we both work full time jobs and then we've got other things going on. I have learned that consistency is key in all of it. You just got to do what you got to do. It becomes easier as you go. And so I'm glad that we made it to here. I didn't
1: think we were. I just realized that time flies when you're having fun. A blast. Yeah. What was the most fun
0: that you've had while doing the podcast, whether it be an episode or. Or anything having to do with it.
1: The most fun I had in the podcast, believe it or not, and you're not going to believe this, and I, <laughs> I know you're not, but when you did lives, that was really fun for me to see all the people, not me doing the live, but just seeing all the people doing the interacting and talking to you and telling you what they wanted to see or hear or, you know, all that stuff was just really out of my league. That, that's not something that I'm used to.
0: Mm. Yeah, the Facebook Lives is what you're talking about, yes. right? And we started off with that and it was a lot of fun. That's my wheelhouse. That's where I'm more comfortable is when I get to engage with people. You know, I, it wasn't face to face, but it was second best to that, I guess. It was all we could do at that time.
1: Yeah, and even though I loved when uh mom was on the show, your mom. Yeah. And uh, Michaela was here the the biggest blast that i had was when gloria was here right yeah that was just so out of this world for me
0: yeah i think with gloria i'm with you i had fun with all the people when shameless did the live performance on facebook live that was that was a riot but Gloria is such an awesome co-host yeah. because she kind of just completed my sentences. She knew exactly where I was going and she's so fluid and just easy going.
1: Yeah. And nothing throws her off. She's no. just ready to go. <laughs> yeah.
0: Good energy. And I felt like I was more energetic and joyful because of her.
1: Yeah. I learned a lot from her co-hosting.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. So Gloria, I know you're listening, girl. She listens. Oh yeah. She listens. So we've got nothing but love For Glow, Lady Glow, I hope we have more opportunities because come season two, Corey, we're bringing the lives back.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, and oh, how could I forget this? I mean, you kind of broke the record with Cincy sales with Christina when she came
0: Oh, yeah. Christina, my girl. That was fun. Partnering with um, business owners and she sells Cincy. And I just went all crazy when she said, oh my gosh, you're going to break the record. I'm all, really? And so I wanted to break it
1: even more. Yeah, so I could I, just see your eyes rolling <laughs> around. It wasn't about the money. It was just, no. I'm about to break a record.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, Yeah, I love that. My most fun, gosh, that, it's hard to pick because now that you've brought up lives, that's kind of what's resonating in my mind. Right. I think the most fun for me was actually being alone and just getting to create. And figuring out how the outline was going to work, and being spontaneous at the same time. And so, what's helped me is kind of taking two very separate things and seeing how they connect, mm-hmm. and kind of making it a game. Because if you can make things that normally aren't together connect, I think that helps with any type of writing, any type of creativity, any type of production, really.
1: Yeah. So I'm gonna go back just a little bit because yeah. I, I have a question that i'm sure everyone wants to know and has probably wondered this since day one what made you want to have a podcast in the first place
0: okay honest truth because you know i wouldn't answer any other way anyways um when i was younger i wanted to be a journalist okay i was always fascinated with people who had talk shows i loved watching court tv anything that had to do with talking presenting <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and I listen to podcasts myself and it was very motivational for me and mm-hmm. I started to critique it I just remember thinking oh I like that if I had a podcast I would definitely do that or oh no I wouldn't do that and at work it just so happened that they invited me to be a regular on the talk show yeah Yeah, i remember that so it really opened up my mind to the possibilities like i was comfortable with hearing myself i was actually comfortable with seeing myself on screen that was a big adjustment Mm -hmm. and i had fun doing it i love talking just at the top of my head you know and i just love that interaction so it made sense to do the podcast especially because i was stuck at home
1: right right yeah well you know when we first had this idea it was my main thing to be on the back side of it on the <laughs> yeah on the production side mm-hmm. of things and it just didn't work that way as a matter of fact I was intent on producing but yeah. like I said that didn't work and moving forward I found myself in the co-pilot seat and i i wouldn't turn it away for anything now i have really enjoyed myself
0: yeah i want to say something too, and i don't know if we've ever shared this because you're spot on when we first talked about the show the big hunt was as if we were like regis and kathy lee right, right. like who is going to co-host with jen who is opposite Ken? Kind of counter what she's saying, but still be on the same page. Right. And so we brainstormed and we spent a lot of time thinking about who this would be.
1: Yeah, and we went through a list. We of sure people. did.
0: And we actually tried some people out. Not that they didn't work, but because of what was going on at the time, you and I wanted to talk because of those very serious things that were going on.
1: Well, that and then COVID had set in and it was really oh yeah, right. Troubling times to have people coming to your house or connecting on another level in person. So we just were very uh safe. I'll, I'll say it like that. We were very safe about how we were going to navigate those waters.
0: Yeah. And what's crazy is this is what I learned. So most of the time the answers to your questions, the solutions to your problems are right in front of your face. Yeah. You and I have talked multiple times at different venues, different events, and we've always been complimented sorry on the way we talk on the way we bounce off of each other how we compliment yes so it was kind of interesting that you weren't a part of the co-hosting for whatever reason but i'm so glad like you that we ended up doing it this way
1: yeah absolutely i wouldn't have it any other way every day So we are back, and uh, we are basically just covering the year that we've been on the air and producing and recording this podcast, and we're just kind of interviewing one another and getting some answers to some questions that not only that we have, but some that you may have. Jen, tell me your most regrettable moment in podcasting.
0: My most regrettable moment was all the time and energy I spent on being type A on editing. You know, looking back, I just think, man, I used to spend a whole day on editing something for 30 minutes because I just wanted it so perfect. Right. And I think this, is, these are good tips for anyone who's thinking about podcasting or who's in it now. It's the greatest thing to be able to learn from someone else's mistake. Cause you don't have to do those mistakes.
1: Right. Right.
0: Um, And that would be mine. Like just let the conversations happen. Granted, I would, edit things if there's like pauses because we're trying to figure things out as we go or we have to scratch something out. But anything like that, absolutely, but everything else, just let it be because we as humans love the imperfections. It make us it makes us feel more engaged. It makes us feel more relatable, you know, that this is just who we are. Yeah. So that would be my biggest, ah, wish I didn't do
1: that not so much. Yeah. Yeah, I got that. How about yours? Most regrettable moment for me is that I was attempting to give this position away. Uh um, but I'm like I said, I'm so glad that I didn't. And and you may think, well, you've already said that. So how is that even it's regrettable because we put a lot of effort in planning. We spent time doing research, we spent time doing surveys and Mm-hmm. Gauges and all this other stuff, just trying to figure it out. When we had, if we had to just said, you know what, let's just go ahead, do it, get it over with, it would have been a lot easier because those uh gauges and surveys would have been for us opposed to someone else, yeah. So that's that's my only regrettable moment. Everything else I have looked forward to every time we get ready to record,
0: yeah, definitely. And you know what, I was thinking about the vision for the podcast, and I just want to talk about some elevators that we had in in the one year. And we've had a few, and I probably don't want to really do this because I'm going to miss someone and I don't mean to hurt anyone's feelings or leave anyone out. Mm-hmm. But when I think about the group as a whole, all the people that have been there, and I think, Jen, in one year, how have they elevated in their own personal lives? Were they really elevators or was it someone to fill in as a guest, right? Hmm. Okay. So... Thinking back to everyone, I think about Alfonso and his role at his current company, and I believe he's gotten promoted or his his responsibilities have been expanded. You know, that's elevation. I think of Fernando, who spent all that time trying to get into the company he really wanted to. I talked to him just a few weeks ago, and he's in love With his job. That is awesome. Yeah. And then we had Vichai, who graduated with his master's and got credentials as a Chess, like Elevation, Chelsea, whose business is doing amazing. Chelsea, who went from making cards, right? Now does stickers and magnets, keychains, GIFs. Like, this is what I'm talking about. And that, those are the people that have spent their time with us who have put energy and time into the listeners because they truly are elevators. They believed in the messaging. They believed in the community that we were creating. Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, there's so many others, you know, Michelle and Julie, uh, they were the power women with power tools. And when I'm in meetings with them and I see things in their backgrounds or they share stuff for the things that they've made, you know?
1: So with that being said, you know, I got to go here. Okay. I'm, I'm going to give you a for. What was your favorite episode and then your favorite <sighs> That's guest? That's so not
0: cool. What do you mean? <laughs> oh, man. And honestly, I wasn't prepared for this. That's um, why I ask it. My favorite episode, and this is the one that comes to my mind, so I'm going to trust my instinct on this, my intuition, was Susan Sanchez I for a few reasons. I think because you guys finally met. Mm-hmm. And got yeah. to talk. Yeah. And I'd been talking about Susan for years. Yeah. And how she would take me along on different projects and gave me different gigs and challenges. And it just helped me grow. She was the supervisor that helped me grow as a case manager and just opened my mind up to all the possibilities. Mm-hmm. She invested me in me to say, you are enough. You are good at what you do and you're gonna get better. Right. So and the fact that you got to meet her and I just loved her story. Um, so I think that was my most favorite. And your most favorite guest. Oh, okay. So there were two different ones. I think it's because of where I'm at in my career and I'm at a fork in the road. Mm-hmm. And so I think of the people who have invested in me um, in my development So honestly, my favorite guest is Janet Nix. And the reason why she was my favorite is because she's invested in me, for sure. She's invested in the podcast, so very grateful to have a patron on. And I thought we were able to hear her for the Janet I Know. You know, because typically when you're in a higher (coughs) position— you're a little bit different where you work and then you're more free with on a one-to-one or people that you know people that you're comfortable with and i just that's the janet that i wish everyone could see yeah because there's more to her than what is seen in a in a corporate setting right right yeah
1: totally get it so my most favorite episode and and most people are going to think oh you're biased cuz you did that mm. was uh episode number 3 no and and she just smiled to me she's sorry it, there's nothing to be sorry about absolutely not and the reason why i it's my favorite is because guys i'm gonna just be really honest with you that was so from the heart that was not a well planned out oh we're going to talk about this things were happening in our world that we just Really didn't have any control over, mm-hmm. and so we just we just went with it, and we just said let's let's jump in this, let's do it, let's just, and that was probably one of the most impactful and powerful episodes that we've recorded till this day, and I'm hoping that we'll surpass that at some point, but it, it was a it was a really big one, huge.
0: It really, really was the first three episodes, and I don't even think it was because our firsts. I think the message was really needed to be heard. And you did such an eloquent job at explaining things and describing things. And people could relate whether or not they were of color right. or not. You know, they understood. So, yeah, I it is our highest rated episode, if you will. So uh, that's or three. Yeah. So if you guys haven't heard it, please take a listen to it. Another one that's done really well, aside from the ones that you started, in, if you will, uh, is v Yeah.
1: And that's my favorite guest.
0: Ah. Yeah. Okay.
1: But not because, you know, the the popularity of the podcast. It's, it's because his was from the heart. And when I say from the heart, this guy really poured himself into a, a situation. Well, poured himself back into a situation that he really had some issues with and didn't want to dig that up again. And I could just imagine how difficult that was for him to pour himself into it like that. And we actually had to record that a couple of times because it was just that difficult to get through it. And I didn't realize how much that culture had went through in that scenario. And that's the whole Pol Pot right and, and the killing fields and all that stuff right and and i and it even touched me right now just thinking about you know i'm, I'm going to say this word i'm going to say this man's name mm-hmm. but uh yeah that was the most uh, impactful I, and janet was impactful too but you know the the one that i was not expecting to be as um overwhelming it was overwhelming that's a good word sandy wyman Mm. the knowledge was incredible i mean not many people blow me away with their knowledge on things and how right. how they have been very well versed and researched their back you know their things that they know how to do and not to do she was one of those mind-blowing moments for me
0: yeah yeah that's exactly right because she's another one and that's the thing, right? You work at a company, you do these things daily, and I think people just get so used to how good you are and how well you do what you do that not necessarily take it for granted. It just becomes part of, you know, part of your everyday. Yeah. But the fact that we have access to her daily, I we can just call her, email her or whatever and get her advice, her input, that's valuable and and it's totally a precious thing to have in our lives totally
1: valuable totally precious and like you said and i just emailed her not even two three weeks ago on a a question that i had and again her wisdom and knowledge came back to me and i was just floored and said oh okay thank you very much i mean what more can you say if she gives you the answer that you need right right well we come back i'd love to talk
0: about some tips to inspire people who are thinking about doing a podcast or any kind of projects like that. I'd love to share the knowledge with you. But before we do that, I just want to say thank you to every elevator that's been on
1: every last one of you.
0: And I should have had a list, but Corey, I think we've had over 30 in a year. And just the fact that you were so gung-ho and so like absolutely yes would love to be a guest and you opened up and you shared and you just did your thing some of you it was your first time on a podcast on a recording couldn't tell because you guys are such professionals and just speaking from the heart so thank you thank you thank you thank you Right. Let's let's give some energy to this and some encouragement. Do you know that there is well over a million podcasts, okay? And so typically podcasts make good money if you're already known, if you have a YouTube following, if you're a celebrity and you've you know, gone into the podcast world. Mm-hmm. They make millions of dollars. To have a podcast and have one download as a nobody... Is huge. Is huge, and I haven't shared this with you, but we have averaged over five, averaged five hundred downloads in a month. Yeah, that's big.
1: Yeah, for us,
0: for us, it's big. For us, it's like what? Um, so we're at over six thousand downloads for the year, and it just puts a smile on my face. So here's my tip: if you love what you do, do it, and don't get overwhelmed by the lack of numbers or the surplus of numbers. Yeah. You know, like you are not going to speak to everybody.
1: You might not speak to anyone sometimes.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And I've told you that Corey, that sometimes I feel like an episode or two is really for you and I, it's something that we needed to talk about
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and it benefited us. Absolutely. Right. Another thing I've learned is if you think that spontaneity is a gift, it really is. Mm -hmm. But in this kind of setting, I've learned that it's better to be prepared than to just shoot from the hip. Mm. Yeah. I mean, at least have some basics for what you're going to talk and do your research, especially when you have guests who are very focused on one topic. Yeah. So for example, we did one on autism. You mentioned Vichai i studied it because i realized this is too important of a topic to not know what this is about right yeah and so i learned to not just get my education at the time of recording but to get it beforehand
1: yes absolutely and and i thought the same thing in the very beginning like oh we can just kind of shoot from the hip and have you know the seat of the pants type of deal with each episode But no, it's not worth it to squander such a good opportunity to have wisdom on something and then be able to have that good interaction with whoever you have on the show as a guest. Uh, Another thing that I realized is that, you know, I was going to change the song for you at some point in the season. (laughs) And I know that's exciting to some people like, oh, there's going to be another song. But there's a reason why shows and Uh, Even TV shows keep the same song for, you know, multiple seasons. It's because that's the mainstay. That's what people get used to hearing. You can add different music throughout, but to change the main staple part of the show, not a good idea. So we're going to have to wait just a little bit longer before we change that out. We'll we'll add some more sound effects and music throughout the show, though. We'll definitely do that.
0: I love my song everyone loves that song elevate hey, every day uh, see and you just like automatically want to sing it i'm gonna put a plug in if you guys are about to start a podcast or you have a project it is special to have your own song it's freaking uplifting it hypes you up it's like yeah that's mine no one else has that mm. so please reach out to us if you're interested um another takeaway that i had was and I just had it in my, in my head, but then I got distracted by the song. Help me out, Corey. What was, what, what's something that we can teach on behalf of anyone who wants to start a podcast?
1: Don't let the little things bother you. If you're ever recording and, and you find yourself in a bad space and it's easy to get there because you're, if you're working with someone or you're working with technology, your machine, we, we use the roadcaster right now. Sometimes there's issues with that. There's popping and crackling and buzzing in the headphones and sometimes in the mic, don't let it bother you, you know, Mm -hmm. just push through and make it better the next time. I remember we had a one situation where, uh, we couldn't figure out how the uh, recording was going for almost 45 minutes. And so we just went with it. we, We went with it anyway. And yeah, the couple of episodes were like, Almost an hour long, but. <laughs> and they really weren't. They really weren't. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, you just got to brush off the, the little things. Yeah.
0: Here are my tips. Thanks for taking up that time and really, you know, bringing something up good. I recommend the moment you, even before you start podcasting, join a community. Cause I learned so many tips like Facebook, you know, they have the group pages and so they have podcasters and they give advice. They share all the things they learn, all the equipment. And that's how I grew is really taking advice from them and seeing the conversation. So that's one. Next one is invest in Canva. Canva is not a sponsor. Would love for Canva to be a sponsor, but if you guys have to do ads, find stuff templates that are already made and you just got to plug in the information.
1: I love Canva.
0: Yeah. You just started using it.
1: Yeah. Like about a month ago and I've just been going crazy with plugging ads and creating content all over the place. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Find these tools, find a way to organize your calendar. So, you know, ahead of time, what you're going to be speaking on. So you can arrange for your guests organization is huge. Um, challenge yourself for more. You go through a season, learn from it, build on it, take something away because it didn't work, but always strive to get better and do things a little different so you keep growing. you And my
1: last takeaway, and I'll end it in my portion here. Okay. Never be afraid to say that didn't work. Right. We need to re-record or we need to change the topic because sometimes it just doesn't work. And sometimes... The topic just was a bad topic and you have to acknowledge that and redo it. And if you do go with it, commit, commit, commit. Absolutely. I think it's commitment and consistency.
0: And if you find people, this is going to be my last. When you find people that support you, cherish them, thank them, appreciate them. I am so stinking grateful, and I say this all the time, but I mean I am stinking grateful for everyone who texts us, who sends us a message, who engages with us, who tells us what they thought about the episode and just gives feedback. It is so good. It is so um, heart-filling, and it's it's become a necessity for me almost to hear back because when you're talking at this level you don't hear the conversation back right and you're just hoping that your voice lands on ears that are open to it and willing to hear it
1: willing to hear and receive yeah absolutely
0: oh wait wait i have one more (laughs) i have one more Invest in a thesaurus, or a, or like find a list of synonyms, because I say things like "Oh, it's so amazing." Oh, that was so wonderful. I love, love, love that. I'm, you know, I keep saying the same words, and like, there's other words for this. So, if you are going to start a podcast, have a list of other words, because it just adds to the variety.
1: Never mind the thesaurus. I think your words are cute.
0: Aww. All right, then. Well, do you think this is cute when we say
1: look up and let's elevate Elevate. every day? Elevate every day. Elevate every break.